Hello, welcome to Emerging Motherhood. My name is Anitza. I am a single mother in Denver, Colorado, and I am with my roommate, my best friend, my partner in everything. Mandy, hello. I am Mandy. Thank you for joining us. Yes, and today, before we get started, we do want to give a trigger warning. We're going to talk about abortion, not in a glorious way, not in a way that hopefully would cause pain if you're healed, but if this is a topic that's too sensitive, please protect your heart. So, trigger warning. So, really, I'm going to hand off the 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 floor to Mandy because yes. you have some experience. Correct. So, um, I do have experience. I've actually had two abortions in my life, both in my early to mid-20s. I know that they were the right decision for me. I have the previous trauma that I've been through. At the tender age of 19, when I had my youngest daughter, I knew then and there that I did not want to have any more children. So much so that I asked the doctor to tie my tubes and their response was that I was too young because I was 19 years old. They did tell me, however, that if I was 21 years old and had had, or I'm sorry, if I was under 21 and had three children, if that were, if she were my third child and I were 19, then they would have given me, they would have, they would have tied my tubes. Yeah. So that I'm like, oh, lovely. So you want me to just dig myself into a deeper hole? Literally. That makes no sense. But anyhow, so aside from that, anyway, I just knew from that moment going forward, I didn't want any more children. And I have, I am 38 years old and I have not changed my mind. (laughs) At 24, I had my first abortion and at 26, I believe I had another one. I stand by those decisions 100%. I know that, you know, people may have other opinions about it, sure. but it is my body. It is my choice. And I know that I made the correct choice. That's right. And if I had to, I would get another. Obviously, mm-hmm. I would not be, you know, irresponsible and, you know, mm-hmm. I would do the best that I could to avoid becoming an, an, unwanted, an pregnancy. unwanted pregnancy. Right. But if I had to, I 100% would so yeah i mean i right. i'm an advocate 100 percent for pro-choice women have the right to decide what they want to do with their bodies do you remember how far along you were in either of the pregnancies oh very early on i is i because i was very very regular sure so it's okay like the minute i'm late i would take a test and i would immediately so much so that the second abortion i went in and they told me that it was too early like i had to wait two more weeks that they couldn't even do it yet Okay, so, so you, I found out very, very early on, but it was I was probably about six weeks or almost at six weeks. I think they said I had to wait. And this was a long time ago, sure, 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 over a decade of ago. Course, you right. know what I mean, right? But I I remember them saying it was too soon, so it was definitely early on. Okay, maybe you know five weeks or something. I don't know. Okay, when you found out, tried to schedule, and they were like, "Well, we need to wait a couple weeks." Or I may not even have been for. Did I they explain know. why? Were they saying like it wasn't safe to do it that early, or if it just they wasn't did, worth I don't it? Remember. Or? I'm not even gonna lie. Okay. okay yeah, okay. I may have asked, but they and they may. Have explained it for to me. sure i just probably don't remember i'd love to research that though and find <laughs> out why that would they would say that do you remember with the first one were you further along or earlier um or i about think the with same? the first one yeah they didn't say anything so it was, we just scheduled it immediately they didn't mention anything but about do you remember how too. far along you were like when you found out like no okay no but it, it was it's always early on because i oh i was very regular and i would know right away it wasn't so if like, you weren't regular I may have not. Yeah, it could right. have been. I could have been two months pregnant. I have a right. friend that didn't find out she was pregnant right. until she was four months along. I mean, she had the baby because she right. wanted to have a baby. Yeah. But she had no idea for four whole months. Yeah. And she had got her period and yep. everything. With my third daughter, I didn't realize I had a miscarriage. So I was pregnant, had a miscarriage. I was pregnant and I was about maybe eight weeks along and I had a miscarriage. 
and then immediately got pregnant again. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a period for eight weeks. Then I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have a period for eight weeks because I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. but lost that baby, never started my period again, got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't Real, I thought, oh, my body's just getting back to normal. Yeah, I don't know what's most happening. Fertile right after you exactly. have a baby. Exactly. So it's like, and the doctors what, even tell you, be careful. Exactly. Like right now, they usually offer yeah. birth control immediately. Exactly. And that's what they did with when I was after my first baby and I got on it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Okay. Is it the same after an abortion as well? Like, does your body respond the same to you? Know? I would assume yes, right? because you were pregnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. the yeah, hormones in your body are still there. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, so right. I would assume yes. Man. Do you remember how you felt? Like, when like, you did found, I feel like, remorse or did I feel sad about honestly I'm gonna be dead ass yeah absolutely with you. please no I don't tear up at it nowadays sure. I don't think back and go oh you know those poor little babies no those souls yeah. went to another human and she had those babies right. you know what I mean right. like they right. were just little souls you right. know there are just cells in my body and that little soul you know went yeah. back up into the yeah universe and Uh some other woman was blessed with that soul okay absolutely i do not regret it i do not think back on it and feel shame i do not feel regrets i none of those things do you remember feeling that way in the moment as well like yeah a hundred percent so you went in there i've never felt regret i know women that do and that's okay sure you know what i mean like maybe that you do feel bad for whatever reason i'm not shaming anybody for that of course personally i'm just saying i never for a moment regretted it i never felt shame about it i never know as you shouldn't of course I just yeah I never did you I mean and it, I knew it was the right decision for me and I 100% stick by it and I still believe it well, and it's been over a decade right and you were actively trying to prevent pregnancies yes of course <laughs> and like, of course it just accidentally happens it happens yeah right. like the, the fuck you know what I mean and that accidents happen so so grown-ass women 24 years old 26 years old actively trying to prevent pregnancies know what the fuck you're doing with grown-ass men who know what the fuck they're mm-hmm. doing still accidentally got pregnant as it happened to anybody exactly and then condoms break exactly um, you know what i mean like nothing is 100 exactly and i love the responses when people say well just don't have sex really cool so if i withhold sex you're gonna be cool with that boom exactly Mm, the men are gonna be like wait a minute whoa whoa." but you don't want me to get pregnant right and you don't want me to have an abortion if i get pregnant i'm not ready to be a mom so we just can't fuck cool (laughs) literally cool with that Mm, i didn't think so exactly how about you get a vasectomy honey again exactly mm, right men are real fucking nice. oh no not my manhood it's like uh, really really but going back okay but going back to the abortions do you re- so what was it like like okay wh- what kind of resources like how did you know what to do like you peed on the stick you find out you're pregnant and then what did I you do like because you immediately were like you saw the plus and you were like no yep, we're taking care of this right away yeah um i did research i looked up a few places and i remember coming i think somebody recommended actually a co-worker of okay mine actually recommended a place that was nearby where Home i girls lived always in miami yeah, yeah for real um and i went and it was honestly it was like 300 bucks okay at the time again this was like a decade ago i don't know what they cost now because i haven't sure. had in a long time right yeah i mean i immediately scheduled i went in like i was just like you know protesters like if i'm like if there were protesters you think I were there shit? protesters i think at one point w- not when i was going but i remember driving by it like at a, like at another yes time, i've seen them and there were pro protesters mm-hmm. and i was like jesus thank god those people were not there when i was coming oh in. my like, god if they were i would have walked past them like mind your business <laughs> you yeah I mean? oh my like, gosh i want to volunteer to be one of the protectors or yes, something and i remember when i first moved to denver there used to be a planned parenthood like right on the 16th street mall i swear and i remember walking past it and seeing people like with their ugly signs and stuff and being like oh my god what is going on and like not wanting and not wanting to like walk past it it was like so scary it is it's it's it, why what gives you the right to intimidate somebody already probably making 
not everybody feels right. like me. Not everybody feels like, you know what? I know I'm confident in this decision and right. you can't shake me. There are women that are, that you know, scared. yeah, they're scared as fuck. Number one, it is a scary procedure. Anything could happen. Right. You know So what even I mean? as like, confident as you were in the decision, you were still scared to have the procedure done itself. The procedure itself? Because yeah, you're thinking like, oh my God, like, what are you doing in there? You know what I mean? Like, is it going to hurt? Or you know what I mean? Do Any- they put like a curtain up or anything? No. Or- no. So it's like a regular cervical exam. You lay it's, on the table, yep, feet in the stirrups. Yup. You'd literally just lay just back. Just a little paper, paper yep. thing over they your They knock lap. you out though. Like they knock you out. You're asleep. You're a dead ass asleep. Um, well, for my first one, it worked. For my second one, the anesthesia or whatever, the, whatever it is that they put to knock you out did not knock me out. And they actually proceeded to do it anyway. Oh and I was gosh. like, I'm still awake. I'm still awake. Like, okay, well, I guess this is happening. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so for my first one, I remember completely being knocked out. And waking up, sitting up in a chair in a room full of other women that had just been through the procedure. Some of them still knocked out. No, shot up like 1950s style, like just bed woman, bed woman. Well, they're they're they were like um like lazy boys kind of like you know yeah. like they're like comfortable seats or whatever you know cushy seats. But you'd be like, I don't know. I'm like, how did they move me? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did they get me from the table? Yo, onto that's like the chair? twilight there. <laughs> and you wake up in another room, and I remember waking up, and there were like these tan colored, like lazy boy kind of chairs. It's not like a lazy right, boy. I understand. Like, yeah, less, like yeah. A, yeah, a recliner ish yes, chair, but kind exactly. of medical. I yeah, get it. exactly. Yeah. But no, like really like recliners, not even medical at all. <laughs> like no, they were nice. And then, um, <laughs> and it was like in like you know, this whatever, and there were women. Some of them were already awake, like okay. in the socks or whatever, and some were like still asleep. Like, yeah, like oh I guess God. that was our like little recovery room. So they make you wait, you know, to make sure, sure you're okay for a right, while. Because it's an outpatient leave. procedure. Yeah, you literally walk in, and then a couple of hours later, you know, you walk out. Like, how many days after are you sore? Are you in, and like, is it like you just had birth? Like, you are straight no, up like waddling? No, not at all. It's more like you just get like a heavy period, like after you have a baby, or, you okay. know, or if you have a really heavy period, if you've never had kids. It's just like a like a period. Like basically your period comes down and they tell you they do give you something. It's been so long and they tell you to avoid dairy. I remember that specifically because I don't eat dairy anymore. But at the time, I remember one of the times maybe that I it had got to do it with done. like your anesthesia or pain meds or something. did they give maybe. you pain medication I think they did okay it wasn't like ibuprofen it was like here's something a little stronger that I don't know okay. I, I can't I can't Sorry. recall no it's okay I'm, thank you for good sharing questions. they're good questions no, that I'm okay. trying to remember but um <laughs> no I just remember something about it maybe they gave me some kind of, maybe like an antibiotic or something that they gave me I right. think possibly and they said to avoid dairy and I remember feeling a little like icky or whatever a couple of days later and calling the clinic and saying, oh, I feel whatever it was that I was feeling. I don't remember. And she right. was like, oh, have you had any dairy? And I was like, no, because I don't I never really drank milk anyway. Back right. in that back in those <laughs> days. But I did eat like yogurt or have cheese sure. or whatever. And she was like, have you had dairy? And I immediately thought to milk. And I was like, no, I don't even drink milk. Huh. And she's like, have you had like yogurt or this? And I was like, oh, yeah, I had yogurt. She was like, that's what it is or whatever. Like oh. reacting with whatever. Oh, that must have been anesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been something like I think they might have given me. They might have given me antibiotics or something oh, to prevent. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? Gotcha. Like, yes. I don't know what it was. because You, you can hmm. have dairy when you have antibiotics, right? I don't know. Well, I remember. I, that's all I remember. Right. Now, it's just so long ago. And it's something that you just kind of like tuck away. And then I'm how not, long like, were you in the little lazy boy room? I don't know because I woke up at in there. So I don't know how long I was knocked out. Once you woke up. Was I it do just remember like, asking my ex-boyfriend at the time, like, how long was I? Like, how long was I? And I think he said, like, it was like three hours or something like total. Okay. But you're in the waiting room for a bit. Sure. Like, you have to wait. And then you go back and then they ask you questions and you fill out forms. Sure. And then, you know, so it's a, the whole process, I believe, took about three hours. Did you feel like they were kind? 
I feel like it was pretty clinical. Like it wasn't okay. like they were uh, not kind sure. or, you know, or nasty or over the top. Like, hey, you know, it's not really something to celebrate. Like, sure. hey, welcome right. to the abortion clinic. Right. So da, glad da, to da, have da, you da, here. Da, da, yeah, da, they, right. they handled it with professionalism. You know okay. what I mean? And they probably are very cautious with the way that they approach things because they don't want to be like cheery like hey you're probably like right. you could be hating this decision you know what i mean your right. husband could be forcing you to sure. do this or whatever or, right. so i think they're very sensitive to the you know your feelings in okay. that way but in no way do they um you know guilt you or you and know so, make you feel bad hold on was it planned parenthood i'm so sorry no it was just it wasn't. an awesome off-brand clinic in miami like okay. i don't even remember the name of it both times they were just little both one-off times, clinics same place i went to the oh, same place, same both place. Yeah. okay do- okay because i already knew it so i was sure. like you know it's been two years like, sure. I was here, yes. And in that way, do you feel like they shamed you the second time or remembered no, you? No, I think the way? second time I kind of felt like an ass going in, like, yeah, it's me again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. But like at the same time, like me just giving, like just thinking about like I'm not really giving too much of a fuck, but it's like if like wary of like if you're gonna give me fucking attitude, I'm gonna but they take didn't. the joke away from you, kinda. Like I'm gonna make the joke before you can make it ha 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 exactly. here again. Shut the fuck up yeah. till we move on. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Like yeah. Like went in with that kind of like attitude, but like right. not attitude, but or frame of mind ready to you know, go exactly yeah but no again they just they're very like i don't want to okay. say like you know clinical but again sure. they're just very professional they don't lean anyway they're not too it cheerful was just, they're not here shaming for a medical you. procedure Correct. We're gonna it's like hit. going to your doctor's office like that's what it felt like okay oh my gosh mandy i cannot i cannot say thank you enough. oh my gosh i'm still thinking of questions i'm not wrapping up i'm just okay. like as i'm thinking i'm like i cannot believe because I think this is such a beautiful resource to hear from another woman mm-hmm. like i did it and i'm okay yeah because you know what's wild Back in the day when I was like super Christian, I remember going to rallies, not a, not the like super anti ones, but the ones where it was like, make you feel bad ones. Yep. Like the, we love you sister ones. And we're crying for you, sister. We know that you're so shameful and you should feel so sad for what you did. And your baby is gone and you should feel so, so bad sister, but we love you sister. And we're going to pray for you sister. So basically like low key shaming you low key shame. Mm, Let's get you up on stage so we can mark you with a scarlet S sister. Right. Or the scarlet A. Yeah. Abortion. Abortion. Not for adultery. Because you're an aborted sinner, but we're going to pray for you sister. Yeah. But Mm. like, I want to keep your prayers for some other something else literally like, i do good. not yes i'm good i've never had an abortion i have four children i was offered an abortion when i was like 28 weeks because one of my children has a disability and i found out while i was pregnant so at 28 weeks i was offered no not tw- no not 28 weeks i was gonna say yikes no <laughs> i was like no listen here's what happened actually i was like 26 weeks because what happened was I went for the first anatomy scan, which everybody thinks that that ultrasound is the ultrasound to find out if it's a boy or a girl. No, that's the ultrasound to find out if it's a viable baby. Because at 20 weeks, you got a lot of fucking decisions to make. So right. you know, by 28 weeks, you have a lot of decisions to make. That's usually the cutoff oh, in a pregnancy. So far, though, it's like... usually the cutoff, though. But that's why they want to get it between like 15 to 17 weeks pregnant. They do the anatomy scan. It is a boy or a girl. No. Is it a viable pregnancy? Does it have a brain? Does it have a stomach? Mm-hmm. We found out in mine that my daughter had a huge hole in her heart. Of and God. that was indica- indicative of 50% of kids with that specific heart condition also have Down syndrome. A genetic condition most it's a very common one down syndrome you know trisomy 21 right and it was it was crazy because at the 20 week scan they couldn't see the heart and they were like you know what come back in a couple weeks just to make sure i couldn't tell what i what i saw and when i went back it was like 25 weeks and they were like holy shit there's a huge hole like there's a huge hole there's also genetic abnormalities this is absolutely a situation where you would be offered an abortion 
but you don't have much time to make a decision now because we're running out of time. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. That's kind of far. It was wild. It was wild. And then they offered me the amniocentesis to say, do you want to confirm the genetic abnormality or not? And I said, yes, I do. Of course. Which is a wild, I mean, they literally. it's scary. It's a huge needle that goes in. I was terrified of having to get that done. Oh, they put it on a screen. They do an ultrasound at the same time because they're literally poking a needle through the amniotic sac where the baby reaches. Is it painful? Um, It really does just feel like a needle. It's just really scary, but it really does as wild as that they didn't sounds. Like, give you any anesthesia no, or anything? Local, nothing, 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 nothing. Not even a local, like nothing. The, I mean, a needle, a probably as long nothing? from my elbow to yes, my wrist. There, it looks scary. I'm not I've kidding. Seen it from done. my elbow to my wrist, and it's not super thin either. I mean, it's yeah, about that's what as I was thick as a say. pen too. Yes. It's very. My cousin, well, my I honestly cousin, don't whatever, know got how. it done, and I was just like, yeah. <gasps> Oh, like it's scary. it sounded terrifying. And then you're at risk of miscarriage. So it's like. Exactly. That's another reason. So it's yeah. like, if we do this, there's a risk. Then it's like, oh my God. Like and worry on top t- of worry on top of worry. Yeah. And then when they did the ultrasound and they poked through, I saw her jump away from oh it. My Literally God. because it was like something came into yes. her circle. But I mean, I didn't choose the abortion, but I sure did think about it. I sure of as fuck course. did. And, it, and as I. anyone would. And I found so much comfort knowing that it was an option and now as her mother I feel so much comfort knowing baby girl you're here because I wanted you exactly and when times get tough I remind myself that like I had options and you're here because I wanted you and I can Mm -hmm. treat her with the love and respect that she deserves because she's here because I wanted her exactly you know what I mean and that's why like we were talking about earlier like it's so sad like if they take away women's choices and they wonder some people aren't made to be parents literally and they know that and they yeah and you know where you're at exactly it's just like where i know like i do not want any more children after my children after my last daughter was born you know trauma everything all that shit but even if you Life didn't go through general. trauma, even if you didn't go through trauma and you realize that two children Finances, is enough yeah. literally for any reason any reason like if we have two children and we're you know we're making it but barely yeah why on earth would i bring another soul into the plan into literally. the earth to then so then the rest of our children, yeah. everybody suffers yeah. because like now we have less. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's just another mouth to feed. Right. And at the end of the day, if we're not financially stable to do that, why would we make that decision? Exactly. Exactly. It is my deepest held belief that every single woman who has had an abortion, whether it was because she just got dicked down in college and woke up like, oh, fuck that shit or because she got raped. I don't give a fuck what reason she got an abortion. As a mother, she made the right decision for her baby because she knew baby girl, baby boy, whoever you are, I'm not ready for you, baby. And Mm -hmm. I won't give you the life you need. I'm going to send you right back up there. Another mommy can take you. Like you said, they're making the best decision. When you know something isn't right for your kid, you don't put them through it. So women who have an abortion are making the best decision any mother can ever make. And the hardest decision any mother can make forever. Those women, all the women, whether you're already a mother or if you're, you've never had kids, it doesn't matter. You know, you know, making that decision is not always fucking easy, but at the end of the fucking day, you know you made the right decision yep. because if you if you have considered it if you're going yep. through with it it's the right decision exactly bottom line if you got yourself to that table opened your legs and went through that whole thing yep that not was even the- that when you when you made the phone call and booked yeah. the appointment and you know and you show up for the appointment right you already know you already it's know the right what you decision. want it's, it's the, the right path decision. that you're taking just walk that path you yep. know what i mean 100 percent. so all all fucking 
all fucking respect to women who'd make that decision because I know it's a hard one and I know as women we struggle with so much already and to be brave enough to say you know what I know I can't do it and I'm not gonna put someone else through it no matter what I have to go through whether I'm cool with it or not or whatever struggle or or lack of struggle I've gone through it's a brave fucking decision and and fucking my hat's off to every woman who's had to make that decision including you Mandy like I'm so fucking proud to be your friend and Aww. the bravery it takes for you to say that and know like yeah i just like i said my body women, yeah. my choice and at the end of the day i support every woman in their own decisions to you know abort not abort yes to whatever have walk, sex don't have sex literally you know what i mean like wash your hair don't wash your hair i don't give a shit exactly. like it's your body your choice always should be mm-hmm. and the only reason we're bringing this up is because of that bullshit in texas oh texas the only texas. reason we didn't start with that is because i'm sure you know if you don't know we'll briefly go over it um but this is not a news source no this literally. is not the place to get your fucking news please yeah. please find very neutral sources for your news also yes. try to stay away from the real fucking associated press and npr those are good some real just yeah. down the line here are yeah. facts yes. and go with these facts yeah let's let's avoid cnn and fox and you know those left and right leaning news outlets yeah, y'all could just yeah, <laughs> do what you do just here's some information but again we're not a, a news source so just recently, as of September 1st, most people in Texas will not be able to get an abortion because of a new extreme law that bans abortion around six weeks of pregnancy before many people even know they're pregnant. Texas already has far too many abortion restrictions that make it difficult to access safe legal abortions in the state, and this new law makes things even worse. It encourages private citizens to sue abortion providers as well as anyone who helps a person access an abortion in Texas after six weeks. If you want to look up the information that I'm reading, it's from the Planned Parenthood website. And if you need, if you are a woman in Texas, I need you to know that Planned Parenthood is doing amazing things to help you. You're not alone. And right now, if you make a gift to Planned Parenthood, your support is helping patients get direct funding access to abortions out of state because this is a caveat that people need to know. If you travel out of the state, it doesn't count. It, Meaning it's legal. Yeah, it's they legal. Can't, you can't just tell me I can't travel somewhere else and exactly. what I do in that other state is none of your business. Exactly. And so since abortion is mostly just about controlling women mm-hmm. and women of of lower income status and women of color, really. Literally. The people that can't afford to fly somewhere else to get an abortion because my state or Texas, whatever, it's not my state, but if I lived in Texas, it doesn't allow, you know, me to get an abortion. So only the people that have means to fly elsewhere to get it done can do it. Exactly. So if you want another source for where I got this information, the Washington Post has done a great Q&A saying, asking all these questions. They asked, does the Texas law prohibit someone from going out of state for an abortion. To clarify, if someone goes out of state for an abortion, can they still be sued in Texas under this new law? Colorado is actually a huge abortion haven state. Oh, thank God. I it's, was going to say, you scared me for a second. No, like, Colorado, oh, no, Colorado's a pretty liberal state, and a lot, of people from te- a lot of people from Texas vacation here. It's a really joke in the mountains. Like, yeah, get your stupid four-wheelers out of the mountains. Like, you're ruining the beauty. Uh. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, animosity between Colorado and Texas, and then, like, our football team's Broncos and, like, Cowboys and shit. Not that they're big rivals or whatever. I know, but, but I'm like, the Cowboys were pretty freaking classic. I mean, I know, I, I'm but not into sports, but listen, even I heard of Listen, listen, girl. We're not the fans in this house. But um, so Washington Post says it does not. Patients can travel out of state for an abortion with no legal repercussions for anyone involved. Boom. It's important to note that this option will not be available to many and maybe most. So again, going back to Planned Parenthood, if you're 
not able to afford to travel. Planned Parenthood is currently helping people in that situation. If you're currently in Texas and you're in that situation where you're unable to travel just due to finances, contact your local Planned Parenthood. If you're in a situation where you're able to donate, please donate to Planned Parenthood. 100% of their donations right now are going to help women who need travel assistance for abortions. So there are actual physical things we can be doing to help our sisters in Texas. So there's no other state closer to Texas than us. You're not picturing a map because you're from Florida. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like we're right well, next to I'm Texas. I'm from New York City, but technically most of my life has been Florida. <laughs> Colorado's part of the Four Corners, so we we make up the Four Corners. We could literally drive like a few hours away and stand in f- the four different states at right. the same time, and then butt it up to that is like Oklahoma, and Texas is right under it. But we kind of touch Texas. I'm pretty sure is Oklahoma. It's another um, like Midwestern state. It's like no, I'm no, the- I know, but I'm sorry. <laughs> like, are they? Is it legal in Oklahoma, or is abortion le- illegal in o- Oklahoma too? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure. I guess they don't always send you to the, the closest state. Sometimes I think they'll send you, maybe if you had a sister in California, you just need to get to her apartment and you or can. Or wherever. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Convenient. Don't quote me on that shit. I don't exactly know how it works. I just know that I've looked it up. And if I know sometimes when you're in that lost and confused state, you literally don't even know what to type. Correct. Like you are an intelligent human. You just for somehow. Yeah. You freaked the forgot fuck words. out. Yeah. yeah. Like words literally. don't work anymore. Yeah. So I wanted to just know, like, you know, Planned Parenthood is such a good, like... Just a resource, a yep, great resource. Just drop in there, and they, they're probably a good starting point to get you to where you need to go if they don't have the information. So I just wanted to put that out there. It's, it's an amazing organization. They don't just do abortions. It was so funny, because I was just telling you earlier, I'm like, I didn't even know that Planned Parenthood did abortions. I thought it was just for, like, birth control. Like, literally. How I, funny. I didn't know. I never called Planned Parenthood, because right. I didn't think of them. I thought of them, like, as the birth control place, a place where, like, you go right. to, like, prevent like sure i never thought that they did abortions that's so fu- yeah that's like i mean I knew, i've known that for the last like you know sure. several years but, but it's like something time, you don't put together yeah, i get like, it no i totally get it but yeah i don't know so our sisters in texas dude i i know we're literally like sending you the best fucking vibes all because, the love literally oh, i God. and just it's scary because it really starts to dip into handmaid's tale territory Oof. like are we just incubators? Just if you say literally, you say something about my body and now I, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you said, Oh, this type of cancer actually helps us research other things. So whoever gets this type of cancer, you don't get to treat it. Yeah. You just have to live with it and die. <laughs> uh, or they're forgetting like, what about women who like, th- you shouldn't have to justify your fucking abortion. It's your body. Period. I shouldn't have to grow something. Period. Okay. Wait, so going back to Texas, right. what about the Constitution, the Roe v. Wade thing? Right, girl. Okay, because I didn't know much about... Okay, there is a fucking... If you want to know a ton about Roe v. Wade or the person, her name was Norma McCor- Okay, back at track it and eat <laughs> Roe v. Wade was the U.S. Supreme Court ruling in 1973 Jesus. that... Literally, in 1973... Um, that individual state laws banning abortion were unconstitutional. So if there was any state law that banned abortion, it was now unconstitutional. Thank you. But so they get through loopholes by trying to create these heartbeat laws. Like you're allowed to get an abortion when you're two weeks pregnant or, you know, these really ridiculous which, things. Yeah. Which you don't even know you're pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what Texas did. They just kind of upped the ante by saying, well, you have to be at least six weeks. And um, they upped it by, by, by creating a bounty. If you knew somebody's getting a, an abortion, you can sue them for 10 and get 
an award for $10,000. Like you can cool. catch people. So let's set people against and women and other exactly. people against other. What the I mean, fuck? But going back to um, Norma McCorvey and Roe v. Wade, there is such an interesting documentary on Hulu. Not kidding. It's called Jane Roe. And it literally, she's alive in the movie. She's interviewed in the movie, talks about her opinions. How old is she? She, well, she's passed away now. She died in 2017, but she was not young. She was an elderly woman. I imagine she was at the end, end of her life. So she was able to talk about everything in retrospect, in hindsight, because I'm pretty sure she ended up having the baby. Okay. In 1969, at the age of 21, McCorvey became pregnant a third time and returned to Dallas. According to her friends, they told her she should lie, but she didn't want to. Lie um, about what? Lie about how she got pregnant so that she could get an abortion because it wasn't legal at that time. Oh, my God. And then there, I knew there were, there from watching the movie, I do remember there were like, a, I was reading from the Wikipedia page, if you want to know, that's, that's my one of my big sources. <laughs> but it's also legit. Like, it gives all the sources, like New York Times, other like mm-hmm. legit sources. It's not a, a stupid source, but... I do remember in the movie, she was a young woman seeking an abortion and there were these young attorneys who needed a plaintiff for a case to bring to the Supreme Court. They kind of like were, a class action kind of a thing. Basically, they just needed a stand in to say, hey, this person's rights are being, you know, not respected. And Norma McCorvey was brought in and she was the the person used. And then her life was really wild. The movie's like super. I really want to watch it. It's now. a really interesting. So is it like a reenactment of it or is it like a do- more of a documentary? It is a documentary. Like she straight up. She's like sitting in her chair in her living room, drinking her sweet tea in the South. Oh, she's from Texas. Yes. Aww. And then she goes over. She kind of swung the other side and became pro life and was it you know an outspoken are you kidding literally she would go to christian rallies and everything and say i repent i'm so Stop sorry Lord. It. well she was on the church's payroll for a lot of the churches that brought her to these rallies oh, it's God. such an interesting I documentary know. if you want to learn about I'm her i'm going to have to watch this now yes. and you guys should too yes okay another movie hey hulu you want to shout us you know sh- shoot us a sponsorship or whatever for real i mean we're ready <laughs> we're here we're ready okay we're for it we're with it oh my gosh another movie if you want to watch a movie that kind of shows the kind of underground what women have to turn to when they need an abortion there's this movie even if you don't like subtitled foreign movies i promise you'll like this one it's called entre nos spell that out just for anybody i know e-n-t-r-e-n-o-s two different words yes entre nos between us the movie is so freaking powerful. And here's what's really powerful. And I didn't know this. It was directed and written by two women and the woman stars in it. Her name was Paola Mendoza. She was one of the directors, one of the writers, and she stars in it. I love it when like women do that. And I've seen like a lot of shit like that. I'm always like, yes, get it, girl. That's why the movie's so powerful. Just like that other show we watched, Sex and Life. Yeah, Sex Life. That one yeah. was written and sex directed by what, Sex Sex Life on Netflix. Yeah. So good. Oh, my God. Yes. We'll talk Watch about it. that one. Watch it. We will talk about that one in another episode. But when something is written and directed by women, they just it just hits. and you can tell yes it's so funny because when you said um you're like this had to be written by a woman it was yeah i looked it up and yep. i'm like it absolutely yeah. was and i was like yep same with this movie entre nos between us i don't know if you could get it dubbed in english but it is subtitled and it's such a good movie it flows it's easy to watch it's a single mother with it's two- in spanish though right it's in spanish yeah so if you know spanish it's easy really right. easy to watch exactly. for me yeah. um but it's a single mother and she's re- okay I'll read the the fucking synopsis so that I don't give too much away. Newly arrived to New York City and deserted by her husband, Gabriel, Mariana must find a way in a strange city where she barely speaks the language to provide for her family financially and emotionally. So she becomes a single mother to these two little kids. 
doesn't know a lick of English. I will, spoiler alert, she does have to have, she realizes she's pregnant after her husband's already left her and she needs to have a mis, uh, um, an abortion. She calls up her homegirls, some real brujeria shit, like go down to the bodega, get this, that, and the other. Oh God, sit in the bath. heard that shit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, some real coat hanger shit. Mm-hmm. But you watch her and you can feel her emotion and you can see this is a human trying to survive. Yep. Not someone murdering anything. Exactly. Like you already have children, you're already struggling. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and as we know from your personal story, it doesn't matter what you do to try to protect yourself. Other people own our bodies. Cause we're women. Yeah. I don't fucking think so. That is fucking bullshit. Straight right. goddamn bullshit. Like at I'm 19 sorry, at the, the government gets to decide what I do with my body. What, what in the actual fuck complete bullshit. And this is exactly why everybody was scared when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. And rightfully so. Look at what happened. Exactly. She brought balance to the Supreme Court, which is the highest law in the the highest court in the land. And her voice helped keep balance. The Supreme Court should have stepped in. This was brought to the Supreme Court. It's now still being litigated in lower lower courts. Funny enough, one of our biggest hopes to get it under, overturned is through the Satanic Temple. Oh my God, that's right. Hail Satan. On yes, Netflix. Hail Satan. Another on Netflix. On no, that one's on Hulu too. I think. Who, no, I. It's not on Prime. Prime, you have to pay. I don't know. It's on one of them, but it's called Hail Satan. And yeah, I don't remember now. Shit. But it is available to rent yeah. anyway. The Satanic Temple. Yeah, they don't actually worship. They they are a yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they don't actually worship the devil. I have not seen it yet, but I was like, wait, are they like one of those like? No, and she was like, no, it's they're non theistic. They are a religious organization. They just do not have a god. But they are a non-theistic religious organization that I have friends that belong to it. I've looked into it. Really? I would, yeah, I would go to the... They're a group of good people that just want to make sure everybody has their human rights intact. Boom. That is their, their strongly held religious belief is that everyone should have their own free human rights. They're a non-violent organization. They are non-theistic. Again, they don't worship Satan. That is just the name of their religion. And right. it, to me, it's, it's doing a lot of good in what this world. What was the name of the religion again? The Satanic Temple. That's the name of like the, the group. Well, I can see why that's misleading. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like- they're just trying to maintain balance in this world. But which is what Ruth Bader Ginsburg did. And in honor of all the women who've had an abortion and to all of our sisters in Texas, as we wrap up, we just want to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg and read her words to remind us all, as she said, it is essential to women's equality with man that she be the decision maker, that her choice be controlling. So please stay tuned. There's a lot more to come to our sisters in Texas. Our hearts are with you. 100%. And just hold on because there have got to be better days to come. And to our sisters that have had abortions, there is no shame. You Absolutely hold your head. Not. Hi, mama. Like, it's okay to feel sad about it just because I don't. And you know, that, that's just, I'm a different person. And right. there are plenty, I'm sure there are plenty of women like me that don't regret it, that they know that they made the right decision. You may feel like, you know, you made the right decision and still feel guilty about it. And that is okay. I don't think that you should feel guilty about it. I yeah. feel like you made the right decision. If you decided to do that, if you decided to go through with it, it was the right choice for you and you should not feel bad about it. Mandy, I, Thank you so much. Thank you for your wisdom, for your love. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for everything. If you like the podcast and you want to support us, we have an Etsy shop. You can literally go to Etsy, search Emerging Motherhood. Right now, we're currently selling bath salts that we have charged under the moon. I'm not kidding. I'm into that hippie shit. We charged all of it. Everything, every ingredient. We will have another episode explaining what the hell that means for the people who don't understand my hippie shit. But... (laughs) 
it would be a beautiful way to support the podcast if you'd like that. There's a lot more coming, so please stay tuned. We love you. Our hearts are with you. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Thank stay you. Stay tuned. We love you guys. Bye. Hurry up quick. El jefe's coming soon. Sit up straight when she enters the room. Be enthused, but don't look too amused. This is her queendom. Please respect her rule. Hurry up quick. El jefe's coming soon. Sit up straight when she enters the room. Be enthused, but don't look too amused. This is her queendom. Please respect her rule.